When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included. All while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. <sighs> Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the Land of Saints and Sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R. Everybody, welcome to Michael Talks to Everybody. I mean, everybody. If you've been following, man, we just talked to a homeless dude. I spent 30 minutes talking to a real homeless dude, learned some gems, man, and knowledge that I would have never learned from someone who hadn't had his experience. We we interviewed a crackhead. Well, it was me that they interviewed, but that's not the point. <laughs> we still got the information out. <laughs> we got audiences all over, we, dude. Like, this is the funniest thing ever, Mike. I'm trying to we, get everybody to come to Mike's show. <laughs> come to Mike's show. He said, you know, that's, you know, the funny thing is, I'm going to be real with what? you, Mike. You yes. know what I used to do? What? You want to laugh at this. I was a conscious dude who sold crack. You know what I did? You Wait, we you sold crack? I sold it, bro. Yeah. But you was conscious at the <laughs> Let me tell you, let me tell you the story behind this. Even Okay. Listen, Kevin Hart pop. We know that nigga well. When he tell right. you about his pop, that was real. Kevin Hart's father was like that. Oh, he was out here he smoking? Was, you know he's from Philly, yeah. He was from down. Oh, I didn't bro, know he's, I didn't know he was so, a smoker. Okay. Yeah, so let me tell you, let me tell you what happened. I used to sell it to you to tell you to stop smoking. 
wow, this is not good for you. That's going to be 400. <laughs> no, yeah, but no, but real rap, my, it was so, it was to the point that I used to do it. Then I said, I was like, damn, I used to be like, yo, man, you should go home to your wife. Like, I would yeah. do it, as a matter of fact, here. Like, it was weird. Like, I used to sit there. It ain't weird. A lot of the salesmen are conscious. I was told many times, man, you shouldn't even be doing this shit, man. Do you have a change for this, honey? Okay, so I'm sorry. Uh <laughs> you follow me? So it's, it's, it's part of our journey, brother. It's like, you got to tell the good and the bad. That's what I love about what you do, because you do tell what you want to, you know, even your jokes. You yes. see what I mean? Because it's our experiences. You know, what we go through in life and it's like, yo, in some way, somehow you get a wake up call somewhere. You know, mm. it was probably when I got shot the second time, because sometimes. Ooh. Yeah. Because I got shot the first time in a shootout. Yeah. The second time. The second time will do it. Yeah. The second time was five times. Right. You got so, shot five times. Yeah. I still have a bullet in my head in one of my chest. So. What? So sometimes. people. What is your relationship with God then? Or. Do you have a higher source that you recognize? There is a higher being, whatever you want to mm -hmm. call him. Um, I don't give it a name. You know don't what I mean? Give it a name. Okay. You know, my thing is like people say Allah, just the Arabic word is just God, but it is a high or uh, supreme being. Somebody's watching over you. But I can say this. When my brother got killed, I was 10. My brother was 25. He got shot and killed and thrown on the freeway in Colorado. And my mother wow. used to always say that my brother's watching over me. Because when you, when you, mm. like now my son is gone, my son got killed in 2020, right? So mm -hmm. they say a person leaves you, a person is working on the other side for you. Wow. And I mean, you have someone working on the other side. So I got people working on both sides. So when that happened to me, my mother used to always say that my brother is watching you. You see what I'm saying? So I don't, nice. so sometimes people got to take heed to these things. When you go through these, these devices, you know, just using crack too. Some people may go through crack and some people may slip back into it. You know yeah. what I mean? If you don't have the right person around you. Mm -hmm. Or man. if you're in the wrong places. Wrong where places. You, where you get that man, you get that feeling. You just, wait a minute, I'm smelling something. I feel something. You follow me? It's, yeah. the, it's yeah. the same thing with dealing with this whole, you know. Hey, folks, let me just tell y'all where y'all at. Michael talks to everybody. And today, I'm having a conversation with Sabir Bay, real black man, actually knows our culture, our history, and he ain't afraid to say it. Go ahead. What was you saying, King? No, somebody, I'm laughing. Somebody used to be a conscious crack crack dealer, drug dealer. Yeah, I did. We all did. That's I mean, hilarious to me. No, it is, but it's real, though, yeah. brother. But I, that was because I was hey. a young father, brother. Listen, I'm going to be real, and I say this a lot. And, and this, this is the journey, brother, where I'm going at with this. Because when I was younger, my first son, I was a teenager, uh, Mike, when I had my first son. My first son. Right, right. Hold on, let me ask you a question. Sure. Was I inviting you to the 2 o'clock or the 1 o'clock? It was 1. Okay, good, good, good. Because the other person just popped in. I'm like, where's she going? Ginkgo Biloba works. Ginkgo Biloba, does it work, though? I want to ask you about that. Does it work? Yeah. Because I be having short-term memory <laughs> loss. See, I, I, I forgot the word loss. I be it's having short-term memory loss. I'm, like, I'm here with you. I'm like, here with bro, you. Bro, I could be on the couch, and I'd be running the stairs to get something. i get to the top of the stairs. I'd be <laughs> like, what the hell was I going What's up? coming up here for? Look, I looked for my glasses one day for 20 minutes. I got frustrated. I went to scratch my head. The glasses was on my head. So, yes, I think I need to check out some ginkgo below, but if you say it works. You, somebody said I wasn't. Listen, this is the crazy part. I wish people, they don't even know my life. People don't even know my life unless you come from South Philadelphia. That's like mm. me telling me I know Mike Collier. I don't know Mike Collier. I don't know Mike Collier from Chicago. But I know I've seen him, and I've been in his presence, 
not video, but Shit. I know this nigga will fight you in a heartbeat no matter. <laughs> Mike, Mike don't, play. don't know Mike Guy. They don't know right Mike Guy. <laughs> See, this is the thing, Mike. They think or believe that you do comedy. Yeah. Or are you a rapper that you don't, you know what I mean? Like a real person can recognize a real person. You follow yes, me? Sir. Yes, sir. A real person recognizes a real person. But what people try to do is pull you back into mm. that, you know what I mean? Into that state of mind or that thing. They'll do little things. You know what I mean? Just to pull right, you back. Right. Even I, I don't worse, play those games. Even worse, people try to keep you in a space where you used to be. Exactly. You ain't, you ain't even there no more. And that's how they approach you. They want you to still be that person to respond to those things. And not, you know, everything that happened 10 minutes ago is already over. You know, I'm moving forward to do all kind of new things. So if you think that's who I am, dude, you're going to be so confused because that's yeah. not what's going on. I'm, but he's still in you. He's but still, still in you. He's still there. He, he, he has a nice warm home. Now, listen, um, <laughs> what is the King Alfie's plan? What is that? The King Alfie's plan is a, um, the Rex 84 was written in 1967, 67, 68, was to control the population. I, I'll get you a copy next time I see you out here. I'll make a copy. Matter of fact, yeah, I'll make a copy and I'll give it to you. So oh, what it control was control the population like the government did just now when they created this virus, try to knock a bunch of people all off of and sort of balance. All right, go ahead. Control the media, control the education system, control the money. All this was in the King Office plan. Now this was back. I had the document probably twenty eight years. It's wait, called Rex eighty four. Who was he? King Office. Yeah, who was King Office? He was a European. It was a European dude, but it was a strategy that was over here in the states okay. also. All right, White who dude. actually okay. controlled it to, to get to get rid of money. And use credit. Aren't they doing that to now? Right? You go in the stores. Dude, and I go in some stores. Not only will they not take the money, they say, please don't put that on the counter. Don't pick that up. Don't do that. I'm like, this this money lady. And remember, in God we trust? God? No, he ain't in here. I'll get that off the counter. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, but this crazy. is what is happening. It talks about control, control the education of the um children. And it also talks about keep them distracted. Right? We are You're so right. distracted. We are distracted. I mean, you know, if you ask me, I think Trump is a distraction. I don't think anybody in their right mind even expect to get Trump back in office. It's a distraction. Watch, they're gonna pull up some other fool who they gonna celebrate, march down to the to the to the uh, to the uh, DC and make him your new president because you ain't paying no attention right now. You got this craziness, this juggling act called uh, Trump. You know, propaganda, brother. Propaganda. Yes, indeed. He's the father of public relations, man. And I hope you know that the, the government is monitoring your phone and these these airwaves. They, everything we say, saying. I already know, right Mike. Don't no, I don't I mean was... me. I mean you. They watching listen, your ass, Sabia. Listen, <laughs> listen. Let me tell you something. The funny part with me, like I, I did radio for over 24 years in Philly. Okay. Let me tell you something. If somebody knock on my door, you know what I would do? If a, if First of all, people got to understand the Fed's job. The feds investigate, brother. That's the, the if it, my brother did 22 years in a federal prison. You can look him up online. I'll say his name, but you can look him up. But wow. bear with me. The feds investigate. They never come after you unless they have concrete evidence. Are you following me? Right. They either have a 99% conviction rate and they don't play games. They will actually investigate you before they come at you. So I, if you come to me, because I studied Malcolm for so long, you remember what it came? I don't know if you remember they came to Malcolm X house. Go look no. up the secret. Go look up the secret recording with Malcolm X. And Malcolm X asked, he said, tell us something about Elijah Muhammad. He said, what do you want to know about him? We are open book. Mm -hmm. He said, 
And he tried to offer him money. He said people would accept money. He said, well, your dollar bill is shrinking. He said, your columnist said that. So he said, you will insult my intelligence not to know what I'm going to say in advance. You see how you will work with them? So mm-hmm. if a person comes to me and try to get anything out of me, like asking me about you, right. you will be insulting my intelligence not to know I'm not going to go against you. So I'm going to wow. ask you some questions. You see what I'm saying? So I'm not concerned about none of this. I walk in peace, brother. And this is why you hear me say about God, about who you believe in a higher power. It's somebody out there. Mm-hmm. So why would I walk in fear every day? can't see and then and me i think my my thinking's a little different god is everything to me and that's why i walk every day with no fear i think one with god is a majority my feet in fact me and god take on any of you motherfucker uh anyway i'm just saying no, I'm with you. I, I'm with you. I, I i i i just know that there is a source that created everything from nothingness and it did it in the name of love and i really believe that the universe is always conspiring for our good Yes, you know? and this is what, yes, he yeah, is. But I don't want to name, I don't really want to name it, really. You don't have no. to name it. I, I and I. But I love me some Jesus Christ. Thank you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, let me ask you this, though. Let me ask you this, because you, you, you are so Yo, right. you got to excuse me, bro, because I'm laughing at the same <laughs> time, dude, because this is the funny thing. You got to have humor in this, man. You have yeah. to have the humor in this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But go ahead, bro. In life, man, you better have some humor. You know? better have and, some and, humor. And my God has a sense of humor. Great. As a matter of fact, look at some of the people. When you get on the plane, look at some of these people sitting next to you. If you don't laugh out loud, you don't get it. It's some funny looking people, you know. Oh, um, it really is. I, I didn't even want to say that. I don't say that. I was, I was gonna call out a name of a comedian, but I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it because all I do is tell a joke about one person, then 15 people call me. Oh man, y'all have the beef. I don't beef with nobody. I, I don't have beef with nobody because I don't eat meat. You know I don't. Well, that'll teach you. Where's my chicken? Oh, here he go. He gonna pull off his. Oh, I thought you talking about chicken, chicken. Yeah, because I don't have beef with nobody either. Either because I don't like I said I don't eat meat, so I don't have beef with no bun, brother. I'm at right. peace with myself. You know, I'm you at know, peace. I was I was living with a vegan. Uh, my last relationship, you know, I, I was living with a vegan. So I mean, she was a brutal vegan too. You know, she would see me eating chicken. She'd be like, "Oh, I see you eating carcass today." And I was like, "Yeah, and I'm putting a barbecue sauce on that carcass too. Gonna get me some potato salad. Go with that thing. A piece of bread." Oh, you are stupid, dude. <laughs> no, she's vegan. No, we get. I, I know you're vegan, but I'm gonna tell you something. This is a, a secret that you probably don't know this. We got to eat these animals. We got to eat these animals, sir. Look, when I eat chicken, I am doing the Lord's work. Let me explain this. God, God created everything with a purpose. What's the, pur- what's the purpose of a chicken? It was not to eat the chicken. Chicken ain't going to bring in your newspaper. Chicken ain't going to protect your house. You can't even make a damn chicken coat. When I eat a chicken, the Lord smiles. I'm sorry. Anyway, that's what I want to ask. Like as hell, dude. That's what I want to ask you I wouldn't eat it. I wouldn't eat it over here in the states. I don't eat it at all. I haven't eaten meat in probably damn since I was damn. It's almost been thirty years, bro. Wow. Well, I, I applaud you. You have you have a uh, a great constitution, brother. That you that you can make it like that. It's called you know, discipline. I, I, I heard about that. Um, that's a big word though. Listen. Um, that's a big word. You stupid. <laughs> is a big word. Here's what I want to ask you, serious business, because I, I hear you when you say what we do to each other. I've been on this program for the longest, trying to do this thing to turn around black on black crime in Chicago. I mean, we're wiping each other out in Chicago. I mean, every weekend, every 20, week. 30, 40 people shooting in our community, killing each other, and for no real purpose. 
There's nothing to gain from it at all. It's not like you gain more territory, you gain more money. I don't even know if you get bragging points. I don't even know what it's about, but we knocking each other off. Do you see any solution, any way to turn around black people killing black people? And I keep saying black people don't have to kill black people. Police are doing that for us. If we just be patient. All right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What, no, what no, no. I, I know I'm feeling you because I ask myself these questions and sometimes I'll be ready to throw in a towel. Um, I've been asked to go back to Philly to do something in Philly because my son was killed by my people. My son was shot up. Wow. What? Many times, almost 10 times by my people. Now, what was he doing at the time? He wasn't doing nothing, but this is the thing about social media. He was on social media. And sometimes it's a, it's, a, it's a riff and a beef that's going on in Philadelphia at this particular moment, right? Well, mm-hmm. it's been going on. But a lot of those dudes is locked up now. But um, it's a riff. And in Philly, if anybody knows about Philly, Philly is very small. Right. South Philly is very small, too. And online, and they caught him slipping. He was high that night. They caught him slipping. And this is the thing about it, like, I know my children. I know I know him. My other son is not into it like that. But this particular one was trying to be in it. You know what I mean? Trying to follow what my family was doing. Mm-hmm. It was like he would use the family as bragging rights for certain things. You know what I mean? Or they would right. say, you know, in this, and I'm just being real with you how it happened. So they would say, well, your father used to do. Or your father used to, you know, this is what he was trying to hold up. Like your father, yo, yo, your father was great. Your father, you know, so he thought... You know what I mean? He had to prove something, but he didn't have to prove it. So I used to sit with him. I went home, brother, for like three months to stay with him, to keep him away from the streets. I went to Philly and actually rented a spot. And you called me. You called called me when he died, brother. Yeah. And and, and that's why I said the the most hurting thing, brother, is to bury a child. And you try to keep them away from certain things. And I'm asking the question. And and that's a couple brothers from Philly, children that got killed. And that's the wake-up call. It's because, because of what we have done. Because it's a karma thing, brother. And I'm, it's a karma thing that if you don't straighten your life or, or repent for what you have done, like mm. me, I'm always like, yo, bro, like, no, nah, that's not cool. And I always try to bring that olive branch, even with people with beef on social media. I'm always that one that want to bring people together. I'm going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Let's sell somebody some soap or something. Hey, y'all, Michael talks to everybody. We selling things. We're taking a break. We'll be right back. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. 
Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit Spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. And we're black. I mean, we're back. So you saying that, tell me, tell me what are you talking about when you say it's a karma thing? Because my understanding of karma is what goes around comes around. Comes around. And that's what it is. That's real talk. It may not, mm-hmm. this is the weirdest thing ever. It may not happen when you expect it to happen. Because when I got shot, Mike, I wasn't doing anything. I was, I was really getting into this, what you would call conscious stuff, right? And somebody just walked up and shot you for no reason. This is how it happened. I was coming home from the gym. I had a ball head going to my mom's house. And the dude pulled up in a car and asked me where it was 22nd and Somerset. This is in Philadelphia. Now, I mm-hmm. know Somerset. Mm-hmm. We used to go up there and buy stuff at there. You know what I mean? Right, 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 that's right, a drug right. area. Okay, that's a drug area. So the dude, I said, yeah, no, nah, brother, I don't know what that, right. you know, no, nah, I don't know. So when I saw the gun come up, I tried to grab the gun from the dude, and that's when he started shooting. I got hit five out of the six. But what happened? Wait, he just shot you because you didn't know where the place was he was trying to go? I no, know. I'm playing with you. I know. I'm playing. Well, playing. I laugh at it. No, but. Bro, Mike, I laughed when I was, listen, when I was coming out the elevator, my mom got mad at me because my whole blanket was blood. Blood was gushing out my chest. So my, my wow. mother got mad at me because I had a smile on my face. And I'm like, you know, because I wanted to go, to tell you the truth. But What do you mean go? You wanted going, to go where? I just wanted to leave. The planet? Yeah, I was done. Okay, let's not move any faster. Why the hell would you want to leave the planet? It's beautiful. Let me tell you something. It's, it's not that I want to leave my, it was, I don't know what it was at the time. I was just done. I was finished. I, would, I didn't want mm. nothing to do You see what I'm saying? I don't know at that split second, because my adrenaline was already pumping. I just left the gym and everything that hit me, I thought about things I've done. I'm not going to lie. Till I was at the age of 15. So oh, it all, all flashed back. Your life flashed back. It was back. like, you, you know oh, how those wow. old VHS, when you would push the button mm-hmm. and it's playing and you rewind it? That's what was rewinded in my head. Every bullet that hit me. What? Everything that I have ever done was rewinded in my head. So this is why I feel some type of way when, when we kill each other. Because I know the pain. I know what people go through. I know now even to know to losing my son. And it's not the white man that's doing it. We're doing it to each other. So if we're doing these things to ourselves because we don't know history, you see what I'm saying? All this goes back to history again with the Moors. We sold ourselves out back then and we still doing it today. Because if mm. you look at social media right now, Mike, what do we see on there? What do we see on the radio and TV and YouTubes and Instagrams? The shake same that BS. ass, shake that booty. 
You follow me? So now we're on social media beefing with each other, letting the so-called white man, like you said, that's watching. Mm-hmm. He's sitting back and watching who he can give the money to. I'll give the money to him, to Mike, because Mike is not like Sabir. We'll give you all the mm-hmm. platforms and give you all the publicity. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Because he's not like Sabir. I'm supposed to be like a radical person, but I'm not. Right? Right, right. I'm not. Right. I'm a piece of dude. But if you hear me speaking, I'm going to speak the truth. So now we're going to push him out there. We don't want him. And it's the same thing in hip hop. We used to have ratchet hip. We had hip hop. It's no, first of all, let's kill us because it's never been no such thing as gangster rap. If you want to talk about gangster rap, you got to go back to Schoolie D in Philadelphia. Wow. Okay. But there is really no such thing as gangster rap because gangsters wear suits. So now we're looking at this. Used to be a balance in hip hop. You had Wu Tang. Yes. And you had Public Enemy, mm-hmm. and you had NWA. You follow right. me? Right. That's what it was. So now we're going to only give you the negative. This is what's happened. So now these young cats, because my son was like that, my son would come in the room, and he would listen to this bull. And I'd be like, man, turn that the hell off. I would tell him this. I was, he's like, no, Dad. You know, I said, no, turn it off. It's a vibration. You see what I'm saying? And people don't understand the vibration. When you see these videos or these music, and they say, kill, kill. I'd be like, how many times can you kill a person in a round? You follow me? So now there, whether you know it or not, it's in your subconscious mind. It's like the Viagra commercial, for instance, right? You ever see the Viagra commercial and the dude sitting outside washing the car and the hose is coming out and the woman upstairs in the window and the suds supposed to be something else and he's smiling. Right, right, right. Yeah. They got you late at night. Say, they get yeah. you. That's what they're doing is constant rotation. And I'm looking at it on social media. So now our children are watching this 24-7 and we're trying to emulate that. That's not what it is. So me trying to talk to my son, he think I'm coming at him. And I'm like, no, this is not what it is. It's only two places. You already been to jail for behind a lot of stuff. So the other only other place is what? Where? Six feet under. Yes, sir. My son is sitting up here. His ashes is right there. I literally still got his ashes. Wow. Are you going to be cremated too when you die? Listen, once I go in, I don't care what you do with me. Mm, I do. I do. I do. I'm going to be cremated. I'm going to be cremated and throw me in. And whoever the biggest comedian of the day is, just take my ashes and throw them in their face. I'm sorry. I'm being silly. Now, listen, how much of this do you think is the, hypno- the hypnotization of the music? Because I, I think the hypnotization of the music drowns out the BS that's being said underneath the music. Yes, it is. I think the music is so hot and so fly that you get into the beat and you don't care that you're talking about killing each other and the niggas ain't shit and all that, you know? That's what happens. Remember they used to have songs called Message in the Music? Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, they, I, man, oh, they killed all them niggas. They've been you got to get with Kenny Gamble, brother, and talk with Kenny Gamble. Listen, when I go back to Philly, I'm going to reach back out to Kenny and I'm going to you got to, bro, you got to sit. And if you y'all know, know I did a Kenny music Gamble, video for him. You did a music video for Kenny Gamble? The first music video I did. I can't even really? think of the team, but Gamble and Huff. And we did yeah. it in Philly. Gamble and Huff, brother. We they was gangsters, too. I don't know if y'all know that or not. I didn't Some know that. Was, oh, they was gangsters. They sound like gangsters now. You never, you ever heard the story? No, come you on. You ever heard the story between Kenny Gamble, Leon Huff, and Teddy Pendergraft? Uh-uh. Let me tell you the story behind this. All right. You know that, that Teddy, Teddy's from Philly, too. Teddy used to beat up women. He used to beat up women? Yeah, let me tell you something. Go do the research on him. Go talk to somebody from Philly. My mother knew his mother. So this is how, when they would come into Philly, the mob was looking for Teddy. The mob was looking for Teddy Pentagraph. And you know what Kenny Gamble said? 
They wanted Teddy. He said, nigga, we're not giving you Teddy. We'll give you some money. That's what they told the Philadelphia mob. Listen, Kenny Gamble, they didn't play these games, brother. Them dudes was real dudes. They're like, ain't no way in hell we're going to give you Teddy. You crazy? And this is during the time of, of that, mm. of, you know, Philly International. See, people don't right. know the history about Philadelphia. So it's a lot I of stuff that is. I need a show on just that. Because there's yeah. so much about it. That, that whole uh, Gamble and Huff thing is a big empire. It's not a little thing. And a no, lot it's not of people... small. And people don't even know about Kenny Gamble. It's like our Barry Gordy. Exactly. Isn't he, isn't he like 90 now or something? No, Kenny got to be in his late 70s or early, maybe 80s by now. You could probably look him up, but Kenny's up there now. But he's been 80 for a long time, though. He's been 80 for, he's about, been 80 for a long time. He's been 80 but for Kenny, about 15 years, I'm not mistaken. Okay. But I, I respect <laughs> Kenny. I, last time I talked to him, he was coming. You know, he took whole block on 15th, from 15th and Catherine to Matros. He tore all the houses down and built his wife a mansion right there in the hood. Because he's from down 15th Street. Wow, I like that. Oh, look it up, bro. He tore the whole block down and built his wife a mansion in the hood. Never left the hood. The thing about it, like, we got to understand the history. And we don't know it. Most people don't need, like I said, Mike, we don't talk about these things no more. Because, mm. we, you know, you, can always, you leave those little childish things behind. And you try to mend what you have done to people. You know, with people, even when I go home. I try to do that because people have been asking me, yo, Sophia, you should go home and... You should talk to these young people. I'll be like, but well, what I'm going to talk to them about? They said, no, tell them about your experience, bro. What you've been through and how you still here. That's what they wanted me I'm to talk about. I'm still about the guy that shot you five times. But that nigga had a terrible aim. His aim was ridiculous. He hit you five times but couldn't kill you. Where was he shooting you? In the foot, nigga? What the f I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> no, let me tell you. The weirdest part was, I, I can remember when it happened. My mother, my mother been gone since 2008. Mm-hmm. My son, I got shot in 2000, no, 97. My mother left in 2008. And when I got hit, I remember when the dude said he got up because I got up and I ran. And I said, this nigga great, get out the car. They ready to shoot me some more. It was two of them. Wow. I said, this nigga great, get out the car and shoot me. So I ran because I was getting hit as I was running. That's why I got a bullet in the back of my head. I got one hit in my back and stopped in my chest. I don't know if my arm went up in the air. One went through my wrist. Wow. So one went, first one hit me in my chest and came out my back. So that's what threw me down on the ground. It made it spun me and I hit a bumper. And I got, I remember like it yesterday. And I ran in the house and, and my neighbor, rest in peace, he was the one that grabbed me and held me because he heard air coming out my chest, my lungs. And he so held what, you until the people came there to heal you. And I didn't want nobody to touch me. I said, let me go. He said, I'm not letting you go. And guess what? what? Guess what, Mike? What? He was one of the niggas I sold crack to. Man, we. Our family. Are you following me? Yes, so the indeed. weird part, like that's the one I used to tell to go home. You see what I'm saying? Go home to your wife. But he passed away from smoking cigarettes. But my point is like when you go through this type of trauma and you give your life story about this, is to is to help other young people to not mm, follow that. Exactly. It was crazy because I could not tell my son that. You know what I mean? My right. son, and it was like they they said you should stop act, you know, have your children as your friend, but my children were my friends. They was my, you know what I mean? Like, that's how it was. So my son thought I was on him, but I'm like, no. You was trying to give him the direction, tell him what he need to know yeah. to make it, you know? Um, so he died from, he ended up dying from smoking cigarettes. Yeah, the guy who actually, um, And he used to be a crackhead. He yeah. gave that up. He ended up dying smoking cigarettes. I had yep. a cousin like that. I had a cousin who smoked Paul Mall cigarettes, man. You know, remember Paul Mall? 
Yeah, my, my father pal smoked man, what was he called? My was, father smoked them. Didn't have a filter, it was like smoking wood. Yeah, my my one of my cousins, he smoked, he smoked for thirty seven years, and one day he gave up smoking cigarettes in a day, and he said a cigarette will never kill me. And then he walked out in the street and got hit by a coos truck. Okay, anyway, we gotta go. Um, uh, thirty minutes go zippity doo dah. They be gone, man. But I love talking to you. I don't even have to have a particular topic. You have such a rich wealth of of information about who we are as a people and about society. I could talk to you anytime. So I'm inviting you to drop in again and just talk to me over here. Cause Michael talked to everybody. You know, we we had Monique on here, Hill Harper, Yolanda Adams, George Wallace. Wow. This the place to be, man. So come back and talk to us again, will you? Yeah, no doubt. Let me give you this, Mike. I want mm-hmm. you to look up this book. It's called Kuma Malinke. Kuma Malinke? In the, it's called, the, and actually in it, it talks about the Mandine Charter. If you're familiar with, I know a lot of people, your audience may not know about the Mandine Charter. You should look it up. It's called the, the Mandine Charter. Charter. It's the first human rights charter. Right? And See, it was, I know why people don't hang out with you. People got to read too damn much to hang out with you. No, Shit. But, but I'm going to explain it to you. Though. I know, but, I'm but, sorry, See, we talk about slavery, right? That's when they talked, it was a slavery, about okay. slavery. How we don't suppose to enslave each other. So my point was, we are still fighting against each other. So this is long before the Atlantic slave trade, wow. bro. So if you see us fighting one another, again, yes. they're going to set the sideline, right? Mm-hmm. And they're going to give all the weapons to the one to fight against the other one. But it's right. the charter. It's the first human rights charter long before the Atlantic slave trade. And what's the name of that book again? This book is called Kuma Malinke. Because I, I had that on my ankle once. Kumamalika, it hurt too. You had to put some salve on there because otherwise you have a big old uh, scab. I'm just joking. Okay, say it again one more time because it is important. Put it back up. Kuma Kumamalinka. And it says a historiography, a historiography, a historiography. So it's the history of what we've About come from. Slavery, how slavery, how you was not supposed to enslave your brother, man. You don't suppose to put bites in their mouth. This is long before the Atlantic slave trade, way before that. So they saw this. They mm-hmm. saw this. Yeah, because what happened, before white folks showed up, black people were enslaving black people in Africa. Some we was enslaving were. each other. We was enslaving some people each tried other. to romanticize. I gotta go. I love talking to you, but I gotta go. I gotta go. I love so you too, tell brother people Mike. how they can find tell people how they can find you, Sabir Bay. Okay, I'm on YouTube, Sabir Bay, S-A-B-I-R. Again, Sabir Bay on YouTube, S-A-B-I-R. And my Twitter is real Sabir Bay. Again, real Sabir Bay. And also, the website is Sabir Bay too, SabirBay.com. Nice. And they can't find you nowhere else. You'll be sitting at the airport waiting for that flight. Okay, my man. I, I, I love, love you, you, brother. You're my brother and my friend. Okay, all right. I'll see you later. Peace, I love you. Tell my sister I said peace too, man. Thank love you, man. Peace and love. Hey, y'all, Michael talks to everybody. You've been right here listening to us. That's Sabir Bay. This brother is so sharp. He knows so much about black history and black culture. We will be having him back again. Okay, I got to go. Hey, y'all, I'm here three days a week with new shows and five days a week on YouTube with the Michael Kaya Morning Show. God is great and you ain't too bad yourself. Remember, life is a garden if you dig it. I'll catch you on the rerun. Bye. Woo! 
I had a good time today. I hope y'all did too, man. Thank y'all for checking us out here at Michael Talks to Everybody. Hey, you can follow me, man. I'm easy to follow. I'm on Instagram, just under at Michael Kaya. I'm on TikTok. That's Michael Kaya 135. I have a very sexy webpage called TheRealMichaelKaya.com. You know, you go over there, you can find out about my merchandise and what I'm doing and where all my shows are. Everything is right there. Or if you really love me, you can go to my cash app. That's dollar sign, Michael Kaya's money. I'm playing with y'all, but I accept green stamp, food stamp, Canadian money. I'll take your bus transfer if you got some time left on it. And my morning show, oh my goodness, the Michael Kaya morning show. That's 7 a.m. Pacific time, yo, five days a week. This has been a Raylock Group production. I'll see y'all later. <laughs> So, should we go electric? I think we should go electrified with Toyota. Electrified? Electrified means options. Yes, we could go all electric with a Toyota BZ4X, but then there are hybrids like Grand Highlander. Or we could do something in between like a RAV4 plug-in hybrid. So, Toyota is electrified diversified? Yep, and with more options for reducing carbon emissions, the closer we all get to Toyota's beyond zero vision for the future. Exactly how much coffee have you had this morning? Learn more about our beyond zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyond zero. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies.